recorded from a secret location in the city that moves mountains. Greetings. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum and apparently muted. Hi, Flockers. Hey, we heard her. That's all that's important, man. Can you hear him? Yes, yes, wow. yes. Okay. Yes, we can hear him after you told him to go. Good morning, everyone. Merry, uh, late Merry Christmas. Hope you had a good one. We just, it was just a regular day. So I worked. I am, I am, uh, I guess you can tell my voice does not sound as sexy as it normally does. I have felt terrible all week long. Uh, I feel a little bit better today. Got a bad. I'm glad you're feeling better. On, uh, thank you very much. Everybody has been sick. Yeah, Everybody's just, I mean, and I've still got pressure in my head and I'm still kind of weak. Uh, but, you know, hey. Big word, we're here. We're getting it done. I do want to apologize to everyone that follows uh, here at Chew Bubblegum on the YouTube page. I failed you this week. I did not get episode 59 up uh, on the YouTube page. It will be coming up this week. Uh, we'll have it up first uh, this week and then episode 60 on the YouTube page. Surprisingly, there's a lot of people that listen to the YouTube page as well. So I was looking at some of our number counts on there. And, uh, you know, even though they're kind of low, you've still got, you know, quite a few that listen that way. So so for whatever reason, I actually use YouTube a lot more than Spotify at work because uh -huh. YouTube apparently needs a cockroach's amount of food to sustain itself on the interwebs. But Spotify needs a full service all the time. So easier to listen to the YouTubes, and you always pop up on there. Yeah. Well, and you know, I was looking at the uh, uh, Pandora uh, map, I think, Thursday, and we've got, like, uh, I mean, it is lit up. I, I'm going to have to send you guys a picture ne uh, next yeah. week. It, it uploads it every single day, and uh, we have a lot of new listeners in Texas, Alabama. Uh, we have several new listeners now that are close to uh, Area 51, which kind of uh, alarms me a little bit. But uh, I think we had like three hotspots there. And it tells you how long that they, they listen. And, you know, then you can track down what episode they listen to and this and that. So I mean, it could be pure coincidence. It could be, but you know, when this first popped up, uh, like a month, like a month ago, uh, this one spot, I'm like, I think that's close to Area 51. And then I actually changed the the map to like a like a live satellite view, and yeah, yeah, it's it's like in the same county, in the same region. So, I mean, that's cool though. You know, if you're working at Area 51 and you want to reach out to us, please do. I feel like if if they were concerned with some of the stuff we were talking about, it wouldn't have been once we finally got on Pandora that it would have taken them to find us. Well, see, but I mean, and, and, and they could have been listening on, on other platforms before, just the other platforms didn't pinpoint the exact location like Pandora does. So, uh, Rebecca, remind me, please, when, is, when did we say we were going to do the Antarctica show? 
Goose. Wasn't it the beginning of the year? <laughs> yes. I have no fucking idea. Is it is it next Sunday? Is 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 oh, that what we're on, gonna try? Okay. I think it was the second. Okay. I have I have yeah, but I I have nothing. Okay. Let do you wanna do do you wanna do do you want to build a snowman? Oh, my gosh. Are we caught up on emails? Uh, after today, we will be caught up on emails. Um, we have, we had a few that I didn't put in that were uh, kind of just gibberish. Dirty Dan actually has one of those similar to what we got, and I threw that one in. And I try not to make fun of people with mental illness. So, uh you know, I, I'm not going to make fun of people with mental illness, but uh, you know, a, after today's show, we will be caught up on all the backlogged emails and good to go. Do you want to do the first or or not the first, the uh, the second, which would be the first Sunday in January, or do you want to do the ninth? I think we should wait till the ninth because of Perky Perk's news, and I want Perky Perk on that episode. Let's do the ninth. Okay. It's settled. Let's do right. Antarctica the ninth because that'll give me some time to gather all of my shit together. Okay, that that sounds good to me. And that'll so. give me some time to um. Like that'll give us time to like promote it too. Okay. Now, uh, what are the chances that we could get Orin on with us as well? On that episode? Uh, very easily. I just have to like call him to get okay. him on. But yeah, you want him on Antarctica? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have him on that one as well. Okay, bet. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so, Dirty Dan, I guess we'll let you start out with some emails. Uh, no, here, boo, I got you. Before you read that one that I was talking about, I think it's like... I know which one you're talking about. You have to let me know what you thought when you first read that. I it I, I sat there and I read and reread and I was trying... I felt a, a little slow. Okay. Well, see, I was trying to figure out who the initials belong to, and I have no idea. I, I couldn't even get there. I was... I was... Oh, you're talking about that other email. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's just read I the email. I thought you were talking about have. the office Can one. Can we just okay. read the emails? Don't talk about me getting distracted. Jesus Christ. We're still on topic. We were talking about emails. Oh, my God. Read the one from Zep. I'm going to. Okay. Zep writes and says, hello, everyone. Man, you guys were on fire, in fire, and on fire the month of October. You had great guests, stories, and awesome content. The interview with the Spooky family and having them on was a great end to an awesome month of shows. Keep the ear candy coming. And Roswell, my friends. Thank you, Zep. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Oops, yes. Thank you very much. All right. We are going, and we are, we are like, we are everywhere. I had a huge, like, transition period. And now I feel like we're like, okay, we're done with chaos. Like, it's time to... Get serious about no, shit. Start, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So this next one is from Misty. I'm a new listener, and this is my first time emailing the show. I just listened to episode 52 with the Spooky Family. Halloween is my favorite holiday, and I wanted to say that I really enjoyed the show. I'm going to try and listen to other shows. Is there any episodes that really stand out from others that I can use as a starting point? Um, episode 37. That's a very good question. 37. I think it's. I think it's 37. What was that? Uh, Your the, first time. Ever. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, the first Antarctica episode. That's 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 one of my favorite episodes as well. Really, uh, you know. Everything kind of changed after that. Yes. Yes, it did. Uh, 
you know, people go back and listen to the first one, and I've actually thought about pulling the first couple because, you know, it was just me with myself rambling on, and I thought about pulling those off. But uh, I guess, you know, when when Cronkite came on board and then when you guys came on board, uh, definitely episode 37, your first one, uh, the no, first... 37 was Pup's first one, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, the... The first maybe three or four, that was kind of like a learning curve. So just kind of uh, uh, ignore those because it's really hard to talk about some of this stuff when you're sitting in a room talking to yourself. And uh, so, but thank you. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that on the second? Because that'll be the first episode in the new year. And we can play like you can pull clips from the very first episode. I can do that. I can do that. Now, and I give you permission to go ahead and laugh and make fun of me, but I can definitely pull some clips from that. Um, and and my vo- I've even had people tell me um, that, you know, they're like, hey, your, your voice was different back then. I'd keep them up. They'd show your growth. As yeah, well, I agree. definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Heather. Uh, I'm going to go to the next one here. Uh, it's from Wayne. Uh, thank you, thank you, Misty, for for joining the uh, here to chew bubblegum family and the flockers. And, and we all you. we all come together, peace and love and harmony. Uh, and shit, love and shit. There you go. I like that. The next one is from Wayne. He says Sasquatch, aliens, or just another species that lives with us. What would you choose and why? Uh. I'm I have living proof right here. <laughs> so you, you you guys are going to say Sasquatch. I guess I'll say Sasquatch too because my you know my best friend is Dirty Dan. So and he is a Sasquatch. So oh wait, I thought wait, are we asking what he is or are we? No, or he he was Wayne was asking us to pick one. Which one will we choose, Sasquatch or aliens? Oh, or another aliens. species that lives with us. What would you choose and why? Uh, honestly, Wait. I would say aliens. I'm, I'm confused by the question. You what? You refuse to answer the question. No, I'm confused. Oh, confused. If asking, like, which one do we want to be? Like, are we having a conversation? Are we like? Which one do you believe? Uh, the Sasquatch, aliens, or another species that lives with us? All of it. Why? Why not? Okay, good answer, Dirty Dan. <laughs> so if I would have said why not, you would have asked me no, no, no. Because it's the conviction behind it. Like, why would you not? Why either not li- all right, listen, 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 Linda, listen, Linda. Either you're, uh, either we're alone on this world, or we're not, and we're, both are just not. as terrifying. That's a good point. You're correct. It's a quote from a movie. I can't take credit for it, but yes. What movie? Ah, uh, Dark Skies. It's a movie about aliens. <laughs> and watch the arrival. Like, that's... Do that. Okay, we can... Go ahead. Flash Gordon. I, I didn't get the answer yet. <laughs> Why do you always do that to me? <laughs> you answered. No, I didn't. Oh, all right. Well, answer the question. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> no, man. Come on. <laughs> you have to answer. Question. Huh? I said, come on. You have to answer. <laughs> <Another question. laughs> 
listen, I worked a lot this past week, okay? <laughs> uh, Sasquatch, aliens, or just another species? I mean... Didn't you already choose? I mean, aren't you already a Sasquatch? The Sasquatch life chose me. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I kind of want to do like a killer-ass house party with some aliens. Do it up, then. Because I'm already, you know, because it, it, it'd be fun. All right. It'd be fun. Good. I feel better. Okay. Next email. Okay. Flash Gordon writes in. Says, hello, Goose, Dirty Dan, and Rebecca. I wanted to share this with you and your listeners in hope that it may help anyone that is dealing from depression or facing a struggle. Staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means that even on the hard days, you know that there are better ones coming. I found this some time ago and felt the need to share it. Roswell, guys and girl. Flash Gordon, go check out the Till Valhalla Project. You'll hear him at the end again. Um, but go check him out. That message is along the lines of what they're promoting. And you have an interesting one, you say. You've already survived 100% of your worst days. Oh, yeah. Um, that was actually something that... Oren and I had talked about, and that's that's something that he says that I've adapted now into, like, you've already survived 100% of the worst days. Like, when you thought that it couldn't get any worse, when you were like, this is it, this is this is the end, this is how it ends, you made it through it. You're here. So, and same, same message. And being positive doesn't mean being happy all the time. Being positive means embracing all of it, the good parts and the bad parts, and understanding that all of it comes together and it's making you stronger and preparing you for what you asked for. Just because it doesn't look the way that you think that it needs to doesn't mean that it's not happening. And being positive means embracing the sad times too because they make you who you are. You need all of it. Okay, rant, I'm done <laughs> ranting. And thank you very much, Flash Gordon, for writing in and sharing that with us. Uh, and that's something that I love about our listeners. I'll just say really quick is that, you know, one email may be about aliens and the next email is, you know, positive like this. And that's and that's what I love. Thank you, guys. And very I love much. the name Flash Gordon. So, yeah. Nicholas from Texas. Hello here to Chew Bubblegum. I'd like to hear your thoughts on chemtrails. Also, hands down, I must say the Office episode has been my favorite. Yo, I loved the Office episode. And yes, can we please talk about chemtrails for a second? Okay, first of all, there's a difference between chemtrails and contrails, right? The chemtrails linger. The, the contrails don't. That's whatever the fucking atmosphere nonsense is, exhaust, right? Like out of your car. But That's the chemtrails, what contrail whatever, about. it makes sense. The chemtrails, though, no, the, this is the important part. The chemtrails, okay, are they, they're always in front of the sun. And then after, like usually either the day or the next day after, it rains or it's cloudy and miserable. Like they're blocking out, they're blocking out the sun. And I've also noticed that it's always in like a cross hatching pattern, which yeah, someone, right which someone I, because I posted videos about this on one of my accounts and they were like, interesting because that's like the cross hatching, like if we relate it to artists, right? That's how you shade and make things darker is with cross hatching. And so if the sun is a portal, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, and all of the planes land and take off from military bases. Now, um, the, the sun is a portal. I, uh, saw, uh, or we we talked about that or did you do a tiktok Probably. video on that i've been on that kick for a while okay that that is a really really good theory i love that theory 
Um, for me, as far as chemtrails, the first time I'd ever heard of them was like in the late 2000s. And I was actually listening to Coast to Coast AM, and they were talking about it was like in the fall of the year how Russia's crops that year were disastrous because the U.S. had bombarded uh, this particular area in Russia with chemtrails where the crops wouldn't grow. And that's the first time I'd ever heard about it and started doing a little research on it. I don't know a lot about it. I do think that that stuff is very, very possible. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it. It, it's more than possible because it happened. You know, what, yeah, they're, to it. what they're putting in that, I have no idea, you know, uh, I have a very, very, very good hunch, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to do some more investigation on Kim. It, is, it was 65 degrees yesterday in fucking Kentucky. I know. Tell me they're fucking with the weather without telling me they're fucking yeah. with the weather. But Come you, on. but you have to admit that was really nice though. We had tornadoes in Kentucky since when? Since when? Well, not no, no, no. not the tornado part. The 65 degree temperatures was nice. There's the. the the one property we looked at had a, was hurt by a tornado in 2012. I understand, but like in December, it, it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Next email. Okay. Uh, let's see. Grouchy old man says, hello, Goose and Dirty Dan. Also, greetings to Queen Rebecca and the flock. I wanted to direct research to legends and stories in Native American culture. The first people of this land had always encountered different beings. The little people, almonds, spirits, giants, and more. In my life travels, I have found some very wise people with Native American culture. They've taught me much about the spirituality and also uh, of that which pertains to life. They have a depth that I have never witnessed before in my life. If you're looking for answers to unexplained things, I recommend Native American culture. Thank you very much, grouchy old man, and you are exactly right there. Yeah, 100% agree. A grouchy old man, maybe you wouldn't be opposed to a little Q&A email conversation we can read on the show for a story one day. Write in, let us know, correspond. Yes, and we'll give you the information here at the end of the segment uh, on how to contact us. <clears throat> okay. Now, Dirty so, Dan, this is the one I was talking about. Uh, uh, this is from Mayhem, and Mayhem writes, If you're confused by reading my email, that means that you aren't one of the chosen ones, and it's not meant for you. If that's the case, please disregard it because it will not make any sense to you, and you will not be able to comprehend or understand it. It's a little cocky. <laughs> <clears throat> this is about and for JT and all of his followers and believers. I didn't read much more until I read about CJD. And someone said JT was right. I have been into chaos theory and mainly McKenna's take on time wave zero for a bit now. This is all interesting just to read about novelty events and such. I think aliens are possible. That is all. Five, 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 five. Thank you, Mayhem. They, uh, and, and Mayhem has wrote in before. I can't remember... Um, I, I do remember, you know, I don't know if it's the same Mayhem or not. They could use the same name, yeah. but I do remember the name Mayhem. Um, and I have some theories about your second half of your email. However, I'm also struggling to not think about Justin Timberlake and Chrysler Dodge and Jeep. Oh, Justin Timberlake. That is a good one. 
look into the have you researched the chaos theory yes but that's what i'm 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 struggling to pull my childish part of it out and what did the uh, what is the chaos theory? Because I, I I'll be honest, I didn't even look oh, into God, it. Oh God, I'm gonna have to hold on. I'm not gonna be able to. Uh, it's been a minute. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm gonna have to look that one up because I I, I have looked it up, but to recall, I don't want to fuck it up. Look it up. So uh, while uh, she's looking it up, uh, I noticed somebody said they lost sound. Is sound good now? Can you guys hear us? Okay. I think we're we're all set on Cindy's end. It might be. Um, it might just be. Okay. Connie's end. I know, oh, but it's. Oh, good. Here. Yeah. Right. I just I just don't know what the five 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 means. Uh well, so let's see. Five 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 is code. For what? It's like. So like it's like your it's like your code for your system, right? If your body's a system, it's like the like coding the matrix, like yeah, writing I understand your own. That, but what's it mean? So five 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 is just like an all over like encompassing like healing. Like No, there's four fives, not three. Five 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 five, yeah. Yeah, you said five 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 is an all over code I just for... I didn't finish okay. it. Oh my god. I'm not trying to split <clears throat> I'm try I didn't know because I know like like numbers and threes means okay. So chaos theory is an interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary scientific theory and branch of mathematics focused on underlying patterns and deterministic laws, highly sensitive to initial conditions and in dynamic systems that were thought to have completely random state of disorder and irregularities. Chaos theory states that within the apparent randomness of chaos complex systems, chaotic complex systems, there are underlying patterns interconnectedness, constant feedback loops, repetition, self-similarity, fractals, and self-organization. The butterfly effect, an underlying principle of chaos, described how a small change in one state of a deterministic nonlinear system can result in a large difference in a larger state. A metaphor for this behavior is that the butterfly flapping its wings in Brazil can cause tornadoes in Texas. Hmm. So that's okay. like the macro affecting the micro. See why I needed to pull. I would have not. Yeah. So the butterfly effect. And so basically kind of time travel. Kind of. Okay. Right. I mean, and, no. And, and, and the reason I, I'm asking that is because JT, that could be John Teeter. They could have meant John Teeter. Right. So like, the time travel aspect would be like going back in time and thinking that doing something small wasn't going to cause some big catastrophic reaction, but that's, that's adding in the time, the time travel theory. Right. But the chaos theory is separate from time travel. Right. I was, I was trying to think of what those initials but time travel for. can cause chaos theory. Chaos theory. Happen, and that, right? that's, that's where I come up, you know, John Teeter, yeah. We've talked about him on the show before. So, uh, Rebecca, you're next. And I, I'm next. And I love this guy's username. Dan of the Dead. Hey, Goose, Dirty Dan, and Rebecca, please share this information with your audience. It may... <clears throat> It may save someone's life. Roswell. A combination of compounds found in cannabis shows that potential to show show the potential to treat or even prevent coronavirus infections in human lung cells. According to recently published published research, the study in vitro evaluation of the activity of terpenes and cannabinoid 
against human coronavirus E229 was published and then peer-reviewed journal Life on March 29th. Um, you sent me the link. The link works in here. The link works in there. The link does not work on mine. But um, yes, I've also heard that. And that also ties into another theory as well with like smokers in general, right? Like smokers don't usually get, at least like from upstate New York, I mean, cause you're standing outside, like your immune system's really fucking strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the cannabis aspect of that is you have a much lower, <clears throat> lower rate of even getting sick to begin with because of the cannabinoids and si system. Wow. I cannot speak today. Do you guys think the medical marijuana thing will pass in Kentucky the next time it's brought up? Because I think they've, they've cleared one hurdle or are in the process of trying to clear one hurdle. I hope that it does. No, it has cleared one hurdle. I know what you're referencing, too. But that was back in August that it passed that. And they're trying to continue it out. Right. Um, I'm, it, will, it will be continued out next year, correct, when they go back I mean, and meet again. All the states around us have pretty much now gone through with that. And I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised at the same time after – you know, studying up on Kentucky culture and history that we are late to the game on that. I just find it funny because Kentucky and PA seem to follow in line with each other very closely on the BS they do. And both having <clears throat> not my favorite Democratic governors in, in each state, um, one being legal for three and a half years now, and then the other one not being anywhere close to it, I just find a little funny when even Ohio – yeah, yeah. It is a mm. hardcore state um, has passed it as legal use for medical use now. I hope it does pass. You know, I I really do because I mean, it can it can benefit a lot of people. Way. You know, it can benefit a lot of people. Uh, unknown from Planet X says, "Hey, here to chew bubble gum. Do you think disclosure about UFOs or UAPs will happen next year?" Dirty Dan, I'll start with you. What's your thoughts on that? So my thoughts. Um, revert back a couple episodes i finally settled on this you agreed with me 100 percent on that one when i brought that point up and i don't know i'm not going to give a time frame it could be tomorrow it could be 10 years from now the disclosure is going to come when they get back to a corner and they can't actually talk their way out of it and it's either blackmail and That's they do it or blackmail and the blackmailers do it it'll come one day but it's not going to be willing. It's not going to be distraction. It's going to be forceful from one side or another. And I don't know the time frame on that. I don't think it'll happen next year. But I, but I do think you're right on what you said. What about you, Rebecca? What do you think? I feel like disclosure on anything is just a distraction at this point. We, we already know. I mean, we already right. know. We right. know the government that I severe trust issues with anyway just confirm it's just confirmation and a distraction we knew we knew we told you <laughs> yep we did dirty dan over here uh, not mm -hmm. so crazy now <laughs> the only difference between the the facts and conspiracy is what at this point two weeks are we going on two weeks now yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 14 days. So 14, well, day, 14, 14 business days. Seven to 10 business days. No, 14 day quarantine. That's, that's the only difference. 10 days. 10 days. Let's go 10 days. And do you know that I had uh, saw a news clip where Biden said that there's only 40 people, only 40 people left that have not took the jab. 40 Did people. Did you see the 
threat that was posted on the White House website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy getting sick oh, in hospital. I, I read I that entire. Fucked. I read that entire article, and I can tell you, it does not get better. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. My uh, right. my uh, son showed me that, and I've tried to get him to come on the show because he really stays up on his stuff, and he's a little mic shy. He's like, no, not right now, Dad, maybe later on. But he uh, sent me that and then and then showed it to me just to make sure that I did read it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. But, you know, I mean, it, it was, a uh, you know, Biden messed up on his words, but he did say 40 people. And somebody had made a TikTok video about that, and I found it hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Biden messed up on yes. His words? yes, they did. But the the uh, oh yes, yes. I'm sorry, but he did. But the way that they made that TikTok video was hilarious. It's like, come on, there's just forty of you left. Come on now. You know, so forty. I mean, yeah. I, I guess there's his, more there's I more people his, in the flock. I yeah. Guess his feet came out from when he's going up two steps yeah. or something. <clears throat> so we All have, right, Steph. Uh what? Yeah, just, Where are you? yeah, Dirty Dan's oh, getting ready to go. I'm so sorry. Please, the floor is yours. Thank you. About dang time. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> we have Office Fan writing in. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to say that I love the Office episode. This is the one that took me to decipher a little bit. Dirty Dan is was very disappointed with you and thought that you'd do better. It's I was. Yeah, yeah. He's just being a jerk to them because they're disappointed. I have a theory on yeah. autocorrect. Okay, go ahead. Finish finish the email, and then I have a theory. Rebecca knew that you would win all along. Anyway, I look forward to two more shows to come, and want to thank you for taking time to read my email. Happy Thanksgiving, Office fan. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. I covered them all. Yeah. You know... You didn't have to be a jerk to him just because they were disappointed to you, and uh, they were disappointed in you. I try and read the emails as they are. No, written. no, you, you were being a jerk because they were disappointed. It, you should just fill it in. Come on. I was disappointed with me too. Had, yeah, I the the email that Dirty Dan just yeah, read should have sounded like this. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to say that I love the Office episode. Dirty Dan, I was very disappointed with you and thought that you'd do better. Rebecca, I knew that you would win all along. Anyway, I look forward to more shows to come and want to uh, thank you for taking time to read my email. Happy See? Thanksgiving. Very well done. Thank you, Rebecca. You up at the end. Well, That's right. Dirty Dan, you're a jerk for doing them like that. <laughs> thank you very much, Office fan, for writing in. And Dirty Dan, I'm, I'm, I was disappointed in you as well. He talked himself up pretty big, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And he knows it's true because look at the look on his face right now. He knows that he talked himself up. He does not lose well. All right, Steph. This is from Steph. With the year coming to an end and the holiday season approaching, will we get new episodes of the show? Also, are you going to do another year in review segment of 2021? I really enjoyed last year. I really enjoyed the last year, Roswell to all. Uh, it's fun. We were just talking about that in the beginning about you pulling the for the first episode of the new year. Yeah. You pulling some clips from the yeah, sure. yeah. We will we will definitely do a do a year in review. Um, and people keep in mind that when we do a year in review, it will be like science tech. Uh, we won't have any like 
mainstream like you won't hear Kyle Rittenhouse on our year in review you won't hear any of any of of that stuff you know no so. political stuff so exactly judges us too quick and writes in again exactly Just hold your horse any of the media fuckery we will not be yes. discussing yes and uh yes you are getting new episodes uh, we did not take a break um you know we uh life happened uh you know uh they, Dirty Dan and Rebecca, weren't able to make it. I weren't able to remake it. and But we come back together, and we're glad to be back. Um, Jay says, I come in peace here to Chew Bubblegum. I really enjoy the show. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, gang. Thank you. Happy holidays to you Happy as well. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yes, and Dirty Dan, you have a have a legend email that's that's coming up. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, you have to take a drink of water there. So, I also have an email from Mr. Clevenger to read after. Oh, good, good. Oh, yes. So <clears throat> Actually, I'm gonna save mine. Yeah, we talked about that when you were telling me about it. Oh, I got another one. The Antarctica one. Yeah, just read your email. Don't worry about what I'm doing. So we have the one and only Bowling Cox writing it. it. Says, "Hello, gang. It's that time of year again." when we're all getting a break from the pastures and we gather around to give blessings and watch the ball drop. And those were capitalized. It's a new beginning. And some of us use this as a time to right wrongs in our lives. One of my new year's resolutions is I plan to be more understanding of people, people in particular who don't share the same views and beliefs as myself. There's too much division happening in this country right now. And it's coming from both sides of the aisle. We all liberals and conservatives alike, need to make a better effort in fixing what this system we're living in has and is currently doing to us. It's not too late, folks. United we stand, divided we fall. I believe this is true, past, present, and future, because history repeats itself. Love will win at the end of the day. I believe that, too. We all need to love each other more, treat each other like we would want to be treated. After being widely accepted all over the world, when for so long I thought my one giant ball, resting in my gigantic scrotum sack where my cock should be, and my two tiny candy cocks where my ball should be. I thought I would forever be outcasted by society. But I wasn't. The exact opposite happened. It gives me hope and hope that we can correct what our government and our various forms of bullshit media have done to us. Brothers and sisters, we need to remember, love is the only response to one another. Don't let these bastards win. They want to ultimately control us, and as of today, they're doing a damn good job of it. We all need to wake up. We need to open our eyes and open our hearts, help each other, not step on each other. Clara Faye Dawn has opened her heart once again, and she has a new poem to share with everyone this week. It's moved our whole clan beyond belief. Happy New Year, everyone, and remember, we only lose if they win. Roswell, Ball and Cox. P.S. <clears throat> I've attached Clara Faye Dawn's new poem below. The poem speaks for itself. It brought Sally Jean Sue to tears. We all feel it's got a profound message, and we think Clara Faye Dawn's best work. The antics aside, this guy really does write some very powerful, intriguing, and educated messages. Yeah, I was I was getting ready to say the same thing, you know. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Mr. Perkins isn't here with us this week. He is under the weather, so Justin Perkins, I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Hopefully we'll talk soon. And I'm going to do my best to honor you in reading this as Clara Faydon wanted. You're going to sing it, right? No. Hey, when you read it, I just thought of this. Why don't you 
read it as Clara Faye, like a woman's voice, like, not a stain. I think he should sing it. No. <laughs> I think you should sing it or do a woman's voice when you read it. Because it's not yet a woman, so it's a, it's a song. It's, it's meant to be sung. <laughs> it's a poem. All songs it are poems. Says, poem speaks for itself. <clears throat> so are you going to sing it or, it, or are you going to do a woman's voice as you read it? Yeah, those are your options. She titled it Not a Stain. I used to think Talk Junkie had the answers to everything. No but now I know that life doesn't always go my way. Yeah. Feels like I'm caught in the middle. That's when I suddenly realize I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. All I need is retrocast. Or cult, as it is sometimes. Referred to either way, though, I'm not a girl. There is no need to protect me. It's time that I learn to clean up the wet spot on my own. I've ruined so many sheets, more than you know now. So don't tell me to shut my eyes over my legs. I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. All I need is tighter Ajax. And a quarter for the machine. While I'm in between, I'm not a girl. But if you look at my couch closely, you will see it with your eyes. The stain you will always find squirting her way. I am not a girl. Don't tell me to wear a rub. Not yet a woman. I'm just trying to find the G-spot in me. Yeah. All I need is JP. Oh, all I need is Justin P. Uh, Justin Perkins, that is mine. That's mine. While I'm in between, I am not a girl. Not yet a woman. All I need is a rough fanger banging is all I need. A finger in that is mine. While I'm in between, I'm not a girl. Oh, not yet a woman. <clears throat> Man, you did a really good job reading that. They, uh, so basically what you're saying is you're not a girl, correct? <clears throat> but I'm not yet a woman. Okay. I still think it would have sounded better if you sung it. I feel like, I mean, we gave you two options. Yeah. And I mean, he, you had like, you did not understand the assignment. No, no, he did not. <laughs> I, I, I did I, not yeah. read this next email. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah. No, this one, and, and, and I actually responded to the guy, <clears throat> this next one, this, this cracked me up. And uh, it was, it was unbelievable that that was even. And I mean, now, now it is a Yahoo uh, address. It is legit. So you, you, you took your email. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, hey, I'm to read this. Yes, yes. Go ahead, Rebecca. And uh, if you've not listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to last week's episode, and you'll understand this email fully in context. Oh man, have fun, Marco. Marco. This is Marco. The package is on its way. I also received your Bath and Body Works receipt. <clears throat> Truman was probably tickled that the UFO story bumped his convention from the front pages. He did steal the VP nomination at the convention at one point. I agree <clears throat> with that talk with, I'm sorry, I agree with Talk Junkie that Truman was the worst modern president. Also, Dingy Dave is not... Dingy. dingy. Oh, sorry. Also, Dingy Dave is not a quality fill-in for Dirty Dan. It's <laughs> it's like getting Mount Holler instead of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Roswell, Marco, Monkey Buck, Butt Licker. At Yahoo.com. Monkey Butt Licker at Yahoo.com. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> what package? Had to, what kind of body works receipt? Well, I'm so confused. Okay. You remember the story last week when me and my wife were on vacation? We were in Tennessee. And they asked for her email at a Bath and Body Works. And before she could say anything, I said, her email address is monkeybuttlickeryahoo.com. I missed this. Yeah, they were actually going to put that down, and they looked at my wife, and they're like, is that your email address? And she's like, no, that's not my email address. And her face turned so red. So our listener actually took the monkey butt licker at yahoo.com and made that a real email address. Kudos to that listener. Now, the, uh, the Marco part, when we were eating at the Olive Garden, there was a guy sitting behind her that was eavesdropping on our conversation. And I noticed this and I told her it's based on the stories of goose's vacation. Yeah. Fantastic. And, uh, and I told my wife, I'm like, Hey, this guy is eavesdropping to listen to what we are saying. I'm like, just follow my lead. And her face turns red, you know, cause she knows I always do shit to embarrass her. So really loud. I say, have you talked to Marco? The cocaine is supposed to be here at the end of the week. So the guy's head immediately whips back around to his table. And the uh, waiter comes over within two minutes, and they get up and move tables in a restaurant to move away from us. When the guy gets up, he makes eye contact with me, and he goes, hello, sir, and puts his head down and walks past us. So... And so my wife's face is so red. She's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, we're giving these people a story to tell from the rest of, you know, for the rest of their life, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> so uh, our last email comes from Brian. And uh, he says, uh, hey, Goose, Dirty Dan and Rebecca, just wanted to drop a little line and say, I uh, hope you all have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And that is the the uh, Brian that is also known as uh, Firewater. So I wanted to pass that along to you guys as well. Thank you very much, Brian. And I want to thank all of the listeners and uh, people for writing in. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396. That's 606-373-3396. Or email. How can they do that? Dirty Dan. Well, I still had that one other email from Brian to read, but it's oh, okay. You oh. can email us. <laughs> okay. We'll do it next time. We'll, yeah, we'll do it next time. Okay. Sorry about that, man. That's okay. We got so worked up on your story that someone actually took it and it just... <laughs> I did respond to him. So, uh, Brian, I'll give you a quick shout out. I have a couple things out of research thus far, and I have some questions in a draft I'm sending you. So, hopefully, if uh, I can get a response from you on those by next week, we'll have that whole conversation on. And... Uh, yeah, thank you. That's what I'm going to say. So you can email us at goose at here to chew bubblegum.com, dirty dan at here to chew bubblegum.com, Rebecca at here to chew bubblegum.com, or you can email Ned or Elliot or in the show at here to chew bubblegum at yahoo.com. Not monkey butt liquor, but here to chew bubblegum <laughs> at yahoo.com. There you <clears throat> go. Uh, do you guys want to move on to segment one? Rebecca, we'll start off with you, or do you need to take five? <clears throat> um, I was just going to. See if we could take five. Okay, so, sounds good I to me. To, I need to see what is happening um, in my house, okay. um, and I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> do you guys want to continue though and do your stories? Yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and do that. 
Okay. Uh, or or do you want to take five, Dirty Dan? It don't matter. You want to just take five? Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll just take five. Okay. So this will still be up, um, but I'm just going to remove us from the room. Okay, and uh, everybody be sure to stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. We're three, six, nine. Damn, you're fine. Suck it, suck it, suck it to me, baby, one more time From the window to the wall Till sweat drops down my balls All these bitches cry Hey everybody, it's John the Bod, a.k.a. The Bodfather. I have a new podcast entitled Beyond the Paranormal, which is on every Tuesday night on Beyond the Paranormal YouTube page and we'll be streaming shortly on our Facebook page as well. If you want some information on the paranormal and cryptids such as UFOs, Bigfoot, Dogman, come and check out Beyond the Paranormal every Tuesday on Beyond the Paranormal podcast YouTube site and also soon on our Facebook page. Keep checking back, folks. We're going to have a lot of great guests, a lot of great information. Have a good one. Welcome to the mysterious Appalachian Mountains with Seth and Earl, and uh, this is the uh, first episode since uh, the unfortunate passing of her uh, best friend, Earl, and I just want to say prayers go out to his family and RIP Earl, man. This has absolutely uh, destroyed the community and has destroyed the uh, Bigfoot community, the uh, death of our good friend Earl. And it's a big loss for the uh, community of uh, Knock County. And this is a big loss for the Bigfoot community, man. And we definitely, every episode's dedicated to Earl. Definitely prayers go out to Earl's family, man. And, uh, yeah, RIP Earl, man. It's definitely, uh, definitely every show's dedicated to him. But uh, we are uh, blessed enough to have David Mills on tonight, Bigfoot researcher out of Indiana. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing awesome, Seth. Sorry to hear about all that, buddy. Yeah, man, it has hurt a lot of us, man. Earl was a great guy, and more importantly, just a great friend, man. He it, he was a great big for research, but more than that, man, he was just a great friend, man. He was always there for people, and it's going to be a it's, – it's hurting a lot of people in our area, hurting the Bigfoot community as well. Yeah, I really wanted to get to meet him unfortunately didn't happen um but you know his memory will live on for sure absolutely man he has the uh interviews on the podcast to talk about the stories that he investigated and the eyewitness uh, accounts of bigfoot sightings here in eastern Kentucky. so yeah his voice will always be here that's right and uh man we actually got a uh story out of Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, do you uh, hear a lot of sightings in that area? Owensboro? Uh, yeah, all around there, actually. I've heard of, you know, several uh, from down that area. Uh, hopefully something nice and fresh you got for us. Well, it's old. <laughs> it's old? Okay. Yeah, it's out of Owensboro, Kentucky on August of 1970. It doesn't give the date. It says residents of the 28th block of Fairview Drive reported that they had witnessed a huge dark 
colored Bigfoot creature on several occasions, observing them from the safety of the nearby woods. It was eight to 10 foot tall, they claim, and four to five foot wide at the shoulders. It usually appears in the evening hours and and was said to smell like the decomposing bodies. Tracks were found which measured 14 to 16 inches long and six to seven inches wide. Eventually, the authorities were able to help so a posse formed to rid the newly developed neighborhood of the giant. Smelly menace. They reportedly fired on the creature with a 45 caliber rifle to no apparent effect. It ran away, leaving no blood trail, just a wet spot on the ground where it had stood. Sources earned. Owensboro. Messenger Inquirer. Wow. And that is a very, uh, that's a very crazy story, man. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, it fits a, a lot of the characteristics of Bigfoot. I mean, you got the the height, the size, and everything. Um, they're also saying they're smelling the smell. Uh, sounds like it was really curious. Uh, something there it saw that made him really curious keep coming back, I think. Um, yeah. You know, you, when you got multiple witnesses, it's hard to really discount that uh, if they all describe the same thing, and um, and it sounds like they did. And, and to form a posse, I mean, that's that that tells me that the people really uh, felt they were in a threat. Definitely, man. And uh, the fact that they shot it, which I don't suggest people doing, uh, and it no. did no effect to it, man. That, that can show you that Bigfoot is not just an ape. The Bigfoot could be another <laughs> an, <laughs> another entity. I'm not I'm not particularly sure what he is, man. I mean, half human. Half who knows, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you hear about him being shot all the time with like no no effect at all. But then there are accounts of these them actually being killed. So I don't know. Nobody knows how their body's made up Their, you know, their biology. So what they're, what we think would be a deadly shot to a human or another animal might not be on these creatures. Absolutely, man. And uh, I know your uh, Bigfoot research organization does a, a lot of Bigfoot hunts around. I don't know if you do around that area, but you do in the uh, Daniel Boone uh, forest and, uh, do you uh, have you ever seen like tracks and stuff around? Oh, well, we've seen area? some. I haven't never seen any tracks. We did find some, you know, rock structures that people, you know, see. Uh, we've seen them a couple times around Indiana, actually. Uh, these were on a river down there uh, in Daniel Boone, uh, and we've actually found three sets of them. Um, there's campgrounds, you know, little campsites here and there. So we kind of just discounted as somebody in there just messing around, uh, being that close to all that stuff. I uh, did see some kind of weird tree breaks down there from time to time. In uh, one night we were down there, we actually heard something growling over in on the other side of the ridge from us. But yeah, I who knows? I think it might have been a bear, honestly. 
Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I can think of people actually seeing Bigfoot, and they say it's a bear, and the difference that you can tell between the two is a uh, bear awkwardly walks on two feet, and a Bigfoot can just walk. They honestly walk better than us humans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bears waddle when they walk on two legs. You can watch them in the circus, and they'll go through their little bouts. They'll walk on their legs for quite some time, but uh, it's the, the movement. The movement's way off. You know, when you see these creatures out here, they everybody always describes them as gliding across the ground. And that makes me think they don't use their upper body like a human does. Everything, all their mobility, most of it is in their legs, and that's why causes them to flow so well and don't look like they have any bobble at all. That's Absolutely. my theory anyway. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, people that see a bear and think that it's Bigfoot, definitely. I, I mean, I know some people that have swore they've seen Bigfoot, and the next day you literally see a bear. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it, it's gotten so big, everybody wants to see one now, it seems like. Uh, but, you know, like everybody always says, be careful what you wish for, you know. you it might ruin you from ever going back into the woods again. Absolutely, man. And uh, definitely appreciate you doing this, man. And uh, just so everybody knows, you will be doing this permanently. Oh, it's going to be awesome, man. Hopefully we can uh, have some real good shows. Absolutely, man. This is in uh, remembrance and dedication to Earl. Earl would have loved you being on with him, man. That would have been awesome, man. It Earl, would have. Earl loved the Bigfoot, man. He, man, that's all he wanted to do was retire into Bigfoot hunting, man. And uh, That's where I'm at. <laughs> I wish I could, but unfortunately I can't. Yep. Definitely sucks. And uh, R.I.P. Earl, man, prayers to his family and uh, friends here in the uh, Knox County community and also the Bigfoot community as well because he was becoming well-known in the Bigfoot community too. Absolutely. But yeah, man, this has been the uh, Mysterious Appalachian Mountains with Seth and Earl. Y'all have a good night and uh, God bless. From the heart of Appalachia, located under a shopping mall near the city that moves mountains, you're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum with Goose and Dirty Dan. So yeah, we are back on Instagram. We got through the emails. We are we are good. And one of the best parts is we have no more backlogged emails, except for one that Dirty Dan wants to share next week, and then you have one as well, correct? I have two. You okay? You have two. So, but we are caught up. No backlog emails, and we'll start out segment one with the lovely Rebecca Short. Oh, I'm not going first. Oh, why not? Well, that's what the format I don't says. Have Dirty Dan prepared the format, and he said, this is the order we're doing stuff this week. I said, hey, get your damn hands off of her. So you can tell he's lying because he can't keep a straight face. <laughs> Dirty Dan, you start out. What do you have for us this week? All right. So I have a little bit of an older story, but all the I, I found one that wasn't three sentences. It's been updated. <clears throat> 
Um, and it's NASA Eyes Solar Array Glitch on New Lucy Asteroid Spacecraft. A new NASA spacecraft headed for the Trojan asteroids near Jupiter has a small issue with its solar panels. <clears throat> but the probe isn't in immediate danger, space agency officials said. The Lucy spacecraft, while launched smoothly on Sunday uh, or Saturday, October 16th, atop a United Launch uh, Alliance Atlas V rocket, began unfolding its two massive solar panels about an hour after launch. At the time, all appeared to go smoothly. But now it seems one of the circular panels, each of which is nearly 24 feet wide, didn't quite secure itself in place properly. <clears throat> NASA's hashtag Lucy mission is safe and stable. Thomas Zerbogans, NASA's Associate Administrator for Science, wrote in a tweet, the two solar arrays have deployed, but one may not be fully latched. The team is analyzing data to determine the next steps. The team has overcome many challenges already, as I am confident they will prevail here as well. For all of you that don't know what this is, it's golden tinfoil on a coat hanger metal frame is what it looks like. So, uh, I mean... I, <laughs> I don't... Did you, uh, did you hear... That the uh, James Webb Telescope finally finally launched, uh, I think yeah. on Friday. So, ten, I was I I had a story about that, but I want to do this one because it was older. Yeah, ten years, ten billion dollars finally launched. There's still more. <laughs> I told you it was it was not not three sentences. <laughs> Lucy solar panels are a crucial part of the spacecraft's ambitious mission to get scientists their first ever close-up look at asteroids that orbit in the same path as Jupiter, called the Trojans. When Lucy is making its flybys, it will break the record for the farthest from the sun a spacecraft has run exclusively on solar power. NASA is currently evaluating the situation to determine how to proceed, according to an agency statement, which notes that the spacecraft's other systems are all operating as expected. <clears throat> Lucy's two solar arrays have deployed and are both producing power. And the battery is charging, according to the statement. While one of the arrays has latched, indications are that the second array may not be fully latched. Lucy isn't in any immediate danger, the agency emphasized. In the current spacecraft attitude, Lucy can continue to operate with no threat to its health and safety, the statement reads. The team is analyzing spacecraft data to understand the situation and determine next steps to achieve full deployment of the solar array. Lucy was always going to stick close to the Earth in the immediate aftermath of launch. <clears throat> The spacecraft's first task is to complete two flybys of Earth that will give it the speed necessary to reach the outer solar system. Its first asteroid flyby of a main belt asteroid will only occur in 2025. All told, Lucy is expected to have observed eight different asteroids by 2033, seven of them belonging to the mysterious Trojans. Scientists hope that the data will help them better understand both the diversity of these asteroids and the early days of our solar system. I just can't anymore. I, I can't. Why? Like, what if satellites and all this space thing, like, what if it's not even real and they're just telling us that, oh, yeah, we put a satellite in the orbit and that's what you see flying around. What if it's not, though? Like, what if it's not? Because we can't get into space. Right. Oh, I'm I'm sure that they all they are already telling us that, you know, that things you see are satellites when they're not. Right. So, like, it, it just it just goes into it just 
fucking domino effects my rabbit holes in my spiral and then I get flat earth involved and like the dome and the outer energetic barrier field like it's just I just go all of the places all at once and it's not I've not followed the story uh, uh, before I do say the story I want to again say uh, hello fairy magic princess and I hope you laughed again Um, the uh, um, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago that the uh, was it China's moon lander had spotted a uh, supposed hut or houses or some kind of barracks on the moon and uh, yeah and uh, have you kept up with that because you know, normally I would but dude it is it has been really really busy and I've not been able to follow everything so, like I wanted to I have I have found less and less articles every day on it See, they're and taking, they're taking articles down about it well and I and I figured that that would happen I I really thought that that would happen um, uh, the article I was going to send you is gone it says this article doesn't exist anymore the link about the faces with the pictures on the moon yeah there's only one and it's far away now they don't have the up close one where it shows the landing site with the three faces but the last one that I had saw um, I guess it was a week after the first one posted and it was a closer up picture and you could tell it kind of looked like a hut of some kind yeah. you know uh, made out of of stone or rocks or something like that. The the that day I w- or last week when we were talking about it, my article was from the sixteenth. Now the latest article I saw eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh. The latest article I can find, even on DuckDuckGo, is the seventh. As, well, DuckDuckGo has apparently been bought out. By I know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. DuckDuckGo has been recently bought out by. Uh, I'm not sure who it's been bought out by. Google. Google. Did did Google buy it? So you know you can. You know, there there was another good thing that we had that's that's kind of gone now. So, but I think it's funny that they these other countries put these stories out, and then our media takes them away. And one of the things that uh, when I first started doing this show before you guys came along, I always try to research, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. Go to other countries like news like websites and so forth and their news and copy and paste and translate stuff into subjects that you know i was investigating because some of these other countries you know they don't hide stuff like our government does they do hide stuff but not they're not as you know censored as ours has become the, the one and only job we had at work yesterday was a guy straight out of moscow and he wanted to come over he literally came over to the u.s on a mission to help with the homeless problem. And he showed me all this stuff over in Russia in school. They literally say all everybody over in the U S is homeless. Really? Everybody is homeless. He came over here because he wanted to help because he came from an upper middle class over there. Um, they, they, he, his family got a lot of money from Chernobyl. Right. Um, I guess his granddad was in as one of the responders there. Um, <clears throat> so they, they got a lot of money. They were considered upper middle class over there. And he wanted to come over and he wanted to do good. And he gets over here and he goes, there are houses with sheds that are bigger than the mansions over in Russia. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what it's all Putin's fault. I don't know what the heck he's doing to us over there, but it's all lies. And I'm like, yeah, we hear the same thing about y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and you have like, and, and there's a video, we've talked about it before, The uh, and I think it's from the 60s. Uh, Fox actually done a special on it, you know, several, several years ago, where um, it was more or less people have compared it to, that's it was the Soviet Union's Roswell, where there's video from these military guys from like the late '60s going out and recovering this craft and stuff, and every, and I have watched it a few times, but it, it looks 100% authentic and real to me. And sometimes some of your politicians and government in different countries do let stuff slip out, and you know, yeah. and that. Um, within the next month, we'll be talking about some 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 other things. And when we talk about Antarctica, I'm going to bring up you know General Robert Byrd and some of his interviews that are on YouTube that are unedited, you know, black and white. I mean, you know, old school. And you know, this was on television back at the time, and people just seem to discredit this stuff now. And it just, I don't know. It seems like people walk around with blinders on. Uh, so, so about about your your story of the Russian military guys, yeah. He he goes to me. He goes, do you do you know the movie Men? I mean, he had a thick Russian accent. Like he had just got back from Moscow two months ago, um, <clears throat> visiting his wife and daughter. He goes, do you know the movie um, uh, in Men Black? I'm like Men in Black with Will Smith, and he goes, yeah, yeah. Russian life is like that, but with AK 47s <laughs> so i i want to know i hope he comes back through like he said he would because i want to talk to him more um i i want to know what exactly that statement meant because that's where he left off with that right but it's but it's like that with ak-47s yeah you know it, i mean and there's there's so much stuff that that we'll never know uh and some of it is just mind-blowing and if and I've said this before, if we would put, not just us, but if the governments would put everything aside and work together, we could have a better planet. And we could have, you know, you, you could end hunger and you could end home. It, it, it breaks my heart to see somebody truly homeless. And especially, you know, if, if that person's fought for our country, fought for our freedoms. And, uh, you know, that just... We, we should not have a homeless problem in this country. We should not have a hunger problem. Uh, Fairy Magic Princess, Dirty Dan, do you work for the government? No. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Would you? They, wanna, they, they, they keep the vets, like, their health insurance, their medical field. It's fucking terrible. Like, to be able to get help as a vet, that system is broken for a reason. Homeless vets exist for a reason because they want to keep them weak because they have all the fucking knowledge and secrets. If all of them teamed up together, they could overthrow everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. If, if they if they truly wanted to end all this, they would have to sit down and give up their power, and they don't want to do that. They'd have to give up their control. Well, you know, and we've talked on the show before. You had the – and. I guess Biden's probably the last of the old government, uh, the old age government, if that makes sense. You know, you have younger politicians now that have come along, 
you know. And I'm, I'm not saying they're any better, but, uh, you know, some of your old school ones that kept us tied down are, in my opinion, are dying out and stuff has to get better. I mean, I've always said, like with the homeless problem, you've got all these mortgage, especially back during the during the mortgage crisis, you had all these empty homes. You know, why did the government not step up and say, look, we have homeless vets, we have homeless people, we're going to pay you so much, and we're going to put these people up until you sell these homes. You know, we're going to give these people somewhere to stay versus them being out in the cold and stuff going to waste. You know, that just didn't make any sense to me. Exactly. Such a blue sky. I know the dog came in. Sorry. Oh, you're totally fine. We have a different recording lifestyle now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're totally (laughs) fine. Uh, I was just checking out some of the comments there. Um, yeah, I, they're just they're having a conversation with themselves. Yeah, I mean, but, but there there is so many things that our country could do to end homelessness. So many things that yeah, and we, I agree. There there are programs, there are things that are truly helping, but there's also the the yeah, duality of the larger the corporations, the fucking you know all the these government shut down the biggest and right. best homeless project in California. A guy was donating all of his time, money, and resources to building exactly. tiny, self-sustaining homes that could fit on the sidewalk and still allow room to pass by walking. And he built 150 of them thus far in place, and they all got taken down. They all got removed, and he got a cease and desist, and he got a hefty fine from the government. See, that's, that's just ridiculous. Now, there is a guy... And I can't think of his name. He has a startup company, and he's building uh, homeless pods. Basically, what this is, is you have, I mean, they're like maybe, you know, seven feet long uh, or eight feet long, you know, but you've got a bunch of pods, more or less, on this trailer that you can move around from place to place. They have power. They have heat. You know, and they're not meant for long term. Let's say, let's say you've got somebody that's homeless and they're out on a cold night. You know, you can crash in these a night or two and, you know, you could take them around. And I think maybe he's in Ohio in the Cleveland area and, you know, he has built a few of these and uh, some of the problems that they were facing is businesses didn't want them on their property, but he could pull up hook up to electricity, they could have electricity, you know, they had small heaters, and they said that it would attract a problem. No, it's not going to attract a problem. You're giving somebody on nights where it's minus, you know, or down in the teens and really cold, you're giving somebody a safe, warm place to stay, which is, which is what we're all entitled to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I like that Which one? The... Uh, California oh. <laughs> is just re-fucking-diculous. <laughs> and they said, I can say what I want. I'm a native. Well, <laughs> I love it. I. <clears throat> it's fantastic. Oh, I had to take a break to cough. Before I move on, I will tell you guys, and I hope this don't gross you out, with my head cold this week, I was so happy yesterday morning when I woke up and I had boogers in my nose. I was tickled to death. Uh, 
you know, because stuff's moving, right? It's drying up. <laughs> oh yes, yes, it's it, it's definitely drying up, and you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a booger in my nose. That feels great. So, you know, uh, I'm going to move on to some predictions, and I'll end the predictions on a light note. Now, this is from um, uh, Forbes.com. The story. And uh, it's AI predictions for 2022, and this is just a few of them. Uh, The number one on this list says uh, language AI will take center stage with more startups getting funded in NLP than any other category. Now, the field of natural language processing, also known as NLP, has been... um, has is going up and getting turbocharged the past few years, and new technology known as transformers, first introduced by Google researchers in 2017, are now reaching a point where this is a becoming a powerful technology and uh, will be produced and mass commercialized at scale, a revolution in language AI, and thus business is just around the corner. Basically what that is, have you saw those earpieces that you can get and let's say, yes, like, you know, I get two of them and, or, or whatever. And let's say I get two of them and I travel overseas to Japan. I can give one to somebody in Japan and talk to them and the earpiece translates what they're saying. And I can speak back to them in my language and their earpiece translates what they're saying. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think that's too much power or do you think that could be used in a positive light? That's a very, very dangerous game because how are you going to know what it's saying? Yeah, because (laughs) that ties into my other thing that I didn't say earlier about the emails, right? Like, and I've noticed this and I've been talking to my flock about it and other people have noticed this too. Like the autocorrect has changed. It's purposely changing after you send it because I proofread my shit. After you, most of the time, after, like, if it's a long, like, if it's an actual thing, like, I'm going to reread it. But if it's just a quick, like, hey, I'm on my way home, I'm not going to, whatever, I'm sending it. Um, And those are the good ones. But (laughs) (laughs) what was it one time? Like, I need a chameleon or something like that. (laughs) You you straight, you were out shopping and you said, I'm getting a chameleon. And I'm like, what? No, not what I I was on my way home. Um, But it's purposely changing shit after we send it. And I feel like it's a way to keep us on edge and aggravated. Like, fuck, like I didn't send that. Right. Like, so now you got to go correct it, like waste time. Or it's going to, it's going to have that misinterpretation on the other end and start fucking conflicts with other people. Straight up caught our phones doing that to each other. Yeah. Like straight up. And that was on a phone call. And I was going to the po- to check my PO box at the time, and Chris was going. Or I'm sorry, Dirty Dan was going somewhere else, and I called him, and I'm like, "Hey, like I'm gonna make another stop," and the phone cut out. And what I heard was whatever, fuck it, and him hanging up. And he heard, "What did you hear?" Like me say, "Well, that's fucking stupid," and me hanging up. But like the call like failed, like it ended, and I immediately texted him, like, "I don't know what happened, but it sounded like you just told me to go fuck off." And I'm like, I just thought you said fucking hung up on me. So if we hadn't communicated that, we would have been pissed at each other thinking that we just told each other off. So is the earpiece then going to mistranslate on purpose to continue fucking conflict? I don't know. That's where I went with it. I I think that's, that's, that's a very good point. If it is used how it's intended, 
it could break down a lot of barriers. If you get somebody that wants to manipulate it, you're definitely right. You know, you could, you know, I mean, you know, hell, you could get into a fight with somebody because you may be saying, hey, you know. You could go overseas and you could try to be, for the for the benefit of both of, of you and whomever you're communicating with, the greater good, trying to have a conversation or find out something. And next thing you know, they're pulling a knife out on you. And because you just told them that they need to go die in a fucking highway right. somewhere. <clears throat> like, if our cell phones, which are supposed to be an open network, uninterfered via phone call, are getting fucked with, what is something that's going to be programmed going to do? Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing on this list that I found was uh, intriguing. Powerful new AI will be <clears throat> built for video. Video has become the dominant medium for our digital age. Over 80% of all internet data in 2022 will be video, according to Cisco. Every day, 7 billion videos are watched on YouTube, and 100 millions are uploaded to TikTok. From uh, Netflix to Amazon Prime to Disney Plus to Hulu to HBO Max and beyond. Internet (coughs) streaming services, user-based fees, and content libraries continue to balloon and we'll see a steady growth in 2022. I think you'll have more creator-based TikTok-similar type platforms in 2022. You said that was Cisco that released that. Yes. S-Y-S-C-O? Uh, S-I-S-C-O. Or S-I-S. So they were the ones who actually mastered and harnessed and mass-produced the, the VoIP, the Voice Over Internet Protocol System. Yeah. And when they did that, look at everything that came out. I guarantee, I guarantee, <clears throat> because they released that and they're making their prediction, oh, if things are going to get interesting. Things are going to get real interesting. I- Stop touching. You're fucking everything <clears throat> up. <laughs> Um, let's see. And uh, the last one I wanted to share, it talks about how AI will uh, help control and affect climate change um, and that the technology will become one of the hottest categories in the world for startups and will make records amount of venture capital pouring into the sector just this year alone as AI will um, will. Um, help aid in climate control. And you're pointing to, yes, Rebecca. Why are we making more technology to combat the technology that's already fucking with the weather? Bingo. 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 (laughs) Just leave it alone. Let it be. They want to do it more better. Is that what you said? More better. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Uh, going out on a light note, here's some more predictions for 2022, but these are predictions that the Simpsons cartoon has made for 2022. Uh, virtual reality food. The Simpsons uh, managed to travel to the future precisely to the year 2030, where Homer and Marge indulge in some virtual fudge. Uh, through the help of the VR glasses and feeding tubes, uh, food scientists at Cornell University have found that cheese consumed in a comforting virtual reality setting tastes much better. Now, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line has been trying to develop technology to serve their guests with a virtual reality dining experience on their cruise ships. 
listen, Royal Caribbean can't even keep their shit in line so they can get into ports right now. Okay, hey, hey. I don't want to hear about Royal Caribbean. Hey. Okay, listen, though. <clears throat> that is they, what the Simpsons have predicted. But they've had those things forever. Like you know, those com- they have restaurants where you go in and it's like it's like it because you change your senses, right? So you change your perception. And you become more focused on certain things. They have these restaurants where you go in and you eat blind. Like everything is pitch black and they blindfold you. And it's like a whole experience. So how is that any different? If they're not creating anything new, they're just no, making it technology. Actual, that's actual food though. This is a virtual reality. No, he was yeah. saying that cheese tastes better yeah. based on a virtual reality experience. Yeah. Based on Cornell University, that's they found cheese. that cheese tastes better consumed in a confronting virtual or a comforting virtual reality setting. Now, and, and it mentions VR glasses, which, you know, I have no problem with those. Why the hell would you want a feeding tube when you can, I mean, just, just eat, it. you know. That just. What did you say, Goose? I'm sorry. Somebody is talking in my ear. He needs. We need short shit show. Chef check fund is in my fucking links. <laughs> uh, no, but it was it was saying that you would have to have in order to make this work, you'd have to have uh, virtual reality glasses and feeding tubes. Why would you get a feeding tube shoved down your throat when you can just eat the stuff? I'm not having anything shoved down my throat. Thank you. Me too. Oh, chicken marsala. Yes, I'll take that as a large pour, nine ounce, please. <laughs> like, isn't that what the whole smoothie <clears throat> kick was? Like, are we just? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is really. Oh my gosh! Because and it's so funny that Wally was on this morning yeah. when I walked through. Right? We're just gonna become these fucking giant blobs, and our bones aren't gonna connect. We're gonna have a walk. Yeah. So, that, so that they can just, everything is going to be technology-based and they can just completely fucking control us and wheel us around the there, fucking space station that doesn't, that doesn't exist. I hope before we get there, what? No, Stop touching me, the desk. I hope before we get there that we can go to the grocery and we can go down the aisles and, you know, instead of having 98 different types of pasta boxes, they're all just in the toothpaste tubes. Oh, I want some rigatoni. Let me get that one. Oh, dude, <laughs> that, that's not going to have any taste to it. I mean, you have to taste. I mean, you know, that's that's part of living and being human is being able to taste your food. And they don't want us human. That's why they're changing our. De- we can't. We okay. Next yeah, topic. Ima- imagine getting a toothbrush with a head on it like that big, and you put some rigatoni there, and you put some, uh, you know, some that's uh, disgusting meat and red you're, sauce. You're and- not disgusting. It, though. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, no. Let's see. No. Uh, another thing no, the Simpsons have predicted for 2022 is colonizing Mars. Uh, this says that Lisa harbors the feeling of going to Mars, so she signs up for a one-way one way trip to the Red Planet, much to Marge's displeasure, which causes the entire family to simultaneously sign up for the trip. Um, Elon Musk and his team at SpaceX have been trying to develop cargo ships leaving for Mars in 20. 22. What's your thoughts on that? I know you always follow Elon Musk and Demi Lovato. What was that? He said 2025. Uh, Well, evidently his cargo ships uh, are going to be leaving in 2022. Pretty sure we've already been, like Mars already has. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's see. Now this one. All right. You you said uh, would you be able to Taste that, your burps, though. Yes. Would you be Would you be able to do that, Dirty Dan? If you're making the toothbrush, toothpaste, nasty food. Well, I don't know. We got to try it. Oh, I'll volunteer for it. Yeah. 
Uh, You're grossed out by that. You're straight up grossed out. This is also coming from the man who eats the dog food. It's good. It's all human food. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bro, it's, it's pumpkin pie filling. It's vegetables. It's rice. It's ground beef and it's eggs. It's like a casserole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, <laughs> That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. And I make it. <laughs> the uh, takeover of the world by robots. The Simpsons happened to visit an amusement park where robots manned every ride. They lost control of themselves and ended up killing most humans in and around them. Um, that sounds like iRobot. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds like sounds like we're already there. People have speculated that robots may very well take over the world as we know it in a couple of decades. Could possibly be starting in 2022. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, it sounds like iRobot. I, I, I'm waiting for it. Well, no, you saw the, and some people said it was not real. I've not, I've, I've, I'm under the impression that it was real. You had the robot like two years ago that they made, I think, in China or Japan. And it, they even asked it in a news interview, what are you here to do? And didn't it say something like, uh, I'm here to take over or destroy humans or, or something to that effect? Well, we also don't know how it was programmed or what kind of response it was programmed to say that. Well, this, well, from the news interview, it was supposed to be, you know, able to think for itself and so forth. Westworld, Hello. Good show. Good lesson to take away from that. Did you not feel sorry for the robots in Westworld, though? Some of them. Yes, I didn't watch season two. I have not watched season two, but I did watch season one. And I, I did. I like. Is that what they wanted us to feel, though? Did they want us to feel compassion for fucking robots? Well, I mean, season two is OK. Season three, not so much. If they come out with a season four, I'll watch it because I'm already committed and watched, you know, the yeah, first I haven't, three. See, I'm not as committed so, as you. I haven't watched season two yet. Season one was really good, though. Uh, and last on the list, Simpsons predictions for 2022, Mind Control uh, by Music. A 2001 episode features Bart and friends in a band that was a project by the Navy to try to control minds through music by feeding the kids subliminal messages. This particular point might be considered a list of predictions that have already come true, but many people believe that hip-hop music and other forms of music uh, in 2022 will be used to control the minds of the listeners. I, I Are we already there? For decades. So I mean, they I mean, use the fucking frequency of music. Yeah, but honestly, that one's kind of scary when you think about it. I mean, yeah, but it's also like something scary that we've been living with. Like, I, I swear there are there are songs out there that you hear something a little different when you finally like actually listen to it. And you know, the song you've listened to it for a long time. You're like, hmm. I, mm, mm, uh, I don't think that goes there. Yeah, or they just put it with an upbeat thing, right? Because words are powerful. So these kids and people and everybody are singing these songs and you're not actually paying attention to what you're fucking saying. Or what is it called when they play it backwards and it and it says things Subliminal. back on the records? What's that called? Subliminal. No, what's, the, what's it called when they play it backwards? I thought it was subliminal messages, hidden messages. Well, that's a hidden messages, but it's something with when they when they play the record backwards and it makes a whole nother track. What is it? What is it called? Somebody help me. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Somebody uh, watching now type out what it is. I, I thought it was subliminal. There we go. That's better. I don't like him. That's 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 better. 
Travis Scott, Astroworld, that whole thing. Um, but uh, Goose, you know the band Weezer? Yes. Go back and listen to Beverly Beverly Hills. Okay. And then like put headphones in and like listen to the bass line, especially during the chorus. There's something there that I don't remember being there. I will have to do that. The, uh, Weezer still has one of the best music videos ever. You know when they first came out, the Happy Days. Yeah. So. Uh, Back masking. Thank okay. you. I knew it was. I knew it was a thing. Yeah, the hidden the the hidden tracks. Yeah, when it's back masking. Thank you, I don't Sarah. All that the devil when I grew up. All right, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> Foosball. Mom, mama yeah. says the devil. Yeah, thank you. Thank that you. Gorilla. I knew it was a thing. It was a thing that had a name. Well, once again, Mama is wrong. <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're, we're going to go into a Believe It or Not segment, and we'll come back in segment three and have open discussion. You're listening to here to Chew Bubblegum. It's now time for Believe It or Not with Justin and Goose. Some of the best things, something about believing or not. Uh, this is some stories, you can believe them or not. I had it in my head, and no joke, it just stuttered as soon as it uh, came out. Let me see, does it say, uh, hello, I'm Justin Perkins. Uh, believe it or not, some of the best things in life are free. What? No. <laughs> some of the, I'm Justin Perkins, and some of the best things in life might not be, but I don't even know where I come up. It doesn't even sound that good. <laughs> Next time we record, I'm going to have a different opening. Okay. Because I keep forgetting that. Jot them down, store. Love from Abner. My name's Goose. Everyone, welcome to Believe It or Not with Justin and Goose. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a uh, place in Knott County that's supposedly haunted. Well, there's a couple of those. Yes. There's one I can't touch that I want to, just because I don't think it'd be a it it may hurt the the place. I don't think this is going to hurt this place because it's no longer technically in business for what it was. But um, Knott County is a really small area. Yes, it and, is. And um, we've got what is it, two rooms at the Quilt Maker Inn. That was one hotel there for years. Yeah. Is there really just two rooms? There? I don't know. I've always heard. I've never been in the place. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we have one other hotel. Unless there's one I don't know about. Well, we used to have uh, the Quilt Maker Inn used to be Young's Hotel a long time ago, uh, back in the 80s. Uh, they called, they charged uh, like $7 for a room back in the 80s. Wow, really? So, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. And I, was it Sean Owens, I think, actually took over the Quilt Maker Inn? Highly possible. Several, he did several a little bit years ago. Yeah. I was thinking it had four or five rooms. It may have. So. I don't, it's just something I've never been in the place. So anybody out there, whoever has ownership in that, we want to come in there now and tell us some interesting stories about the Quilt Maker Inn. Yes, we do. <laughs> I remember awesome. years ago uh, when Ben Franklin used to be where the uh, cafe and stuff sat there, and me and my grandmother, she had to use the restroom, and she drug me. I was a little bitty fella. She drug me up the stairs to use the restroom, but I I, I couldn't tell you. I, I just remember walking upstairs and walking back downstairs. That's it. So That's an interesting if you've never been through downtown Hyman, it's a quick drive through there. But, you know, it like Cody Hardware, which is now the Artisan Center, I mean, there's some older 
established buildings there and and it is a pretty place there's very few buildings but most of them are really you know the old courthouse is yeah. is a is a pretty building the new courthouse is is massive inside the new courthouse was erected in 2003 well really Yes, I remember it being built, but I couldn't remember when. I don't no, have much of a memory. No, they actually had the word uh, "erected" two thousand three stamped on the front of it. Oh, did they? <laughs> you mean you've really never noticed that? No, yes, I'm trying yes, to avoid courthouse. Yes, yes, they do. Actually, on the midweek moment, uh, I think this past week, I posted some uh, video footage that I'd shot in Hyman, and you can even see it in one of them. Uh, erected two thousand three. So. It's 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 a quaint little. I mean, it's a very small place if you're not from Eastern Kentucky. Uh, I'd like to see it grow on each end, but I'd like to see that center never be changed. Like that's yeah, uh, you know, the old Cody Hardware building. You know, that's neat to have a building that old, and it's got a different purpose now. It's no longer a hardware store, but you know that old uh, <clears throat> the old pharmacy there. You know, yeah. Uh, to me, that's old. To my grandchildren, that's going to be really old. I'd like to see something put back in there. It wasn't for lack of me trying. I tried. I just couldn't get it. <laughs> But today, we're talking about the big hotel uh, in Knott County, Motel 80. And <clears throat> I don't know when the place originally opened, but throughout m- all of my childhood that I can remember, it was there. Yeah, it, it would have had to be in the 84, 85, mid-80s, because Highway 80 opened just a few years before that. Yeah. And there used to be a diner years ago right back up from that, just a little bit Uh I can't remember the name of the diner, but it was on the left. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And the, the building sat there forever up until a few years ago. They tore it down. But that was actually a pretty good little diner to eat at. I did not know. I'd so. seen that building before, but I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Motel 80, um, which is no longer functioning as a hotel. I believe it's been bought, and there's some apartments or something yes. there now. But um, rumor has it uh, at the side of Motel 80, a man once committed a double murder. It said that he found his wife together with another man in a hotel room and shot and killed them both. Witnesses say the spirit of the man who was shot still remains behind, turning the lights on and off and walking audibly throughout the halls. According to reports, this motel was seized by the government for drug offenses and was auctioned off in 2010. Um, It was hard to find a whole lot about this story online um well, and i've first, never heard it <clears throat> first it doesn't have any halls yeah <laughs> you have to enter the rooms from the outside and i know people well my wife had had been there in the office a couple times yeah. and stayed overnight there she said uh i guess there's like an apartment deal or something there at the yes, office there when first come in. she said she never heard anything saw anything i'd never really heard anything to to reinforce that but you know, that's not to say that it's not been prevalent in other areas. We live in a really small area, but, you know, you take Carfork and Beaver, not that far apart, but there's stories you'll hear on Carfork that you won't hear on Beaver. Right. You know, uh, it, it's just kind of how things are in a small town, and I live pretty far away from that area, so I may not have heard it. Um, but there were a lot of people who apparently – had opinions or experienced because there was a lot of comments on this plo- post. Um, and the, the first comment comes from back in 2014. Um, I guess I'll read the names because I mean, uh, 
Well, it's the name's Glenna because we have yeah. no idea who this yeah. is. Yeah, you can go ahead and read uh, the names. I've stayed here. Yes, it is haunted. I have seen pop cans lift up over my head and slam back on the table beside me. And there was a lady commented back to that and said uh, she'd had the same experience with the Pepsi can. Okay. Um, There's a guy named Nicholas. Uh, several drug overdoses occurred here. The motel has since been torn down and rebuilt into something new. But with all the tragedy and violence occurring here, I wouldn't doubt the land still being stained with unfinished business and untimely death. Uh, they've done some work to the motel. Yeah, yeah, they've done some work. But, and part of that's right because there were there has been drug overdoses yeah. and stuff there, but it was never torn down. Yeah, well, we ran into that. We did another episode uh, on Charles Manson in eastern Kentucky, and they talked about a specific area he was supposed to have been in, being tore down, and we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was an old document. So it's not been tore down. You can still see it, and you can see it plainly from that yeah. main road. Um, I saw it about a week ago, uh, and it, it looked like it had been actually like modernized a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, my understanding now is it's uh, it's apartments, like permanent tenants, and um, I don't know. I, that's, that's the first I'd heard of not only the story of the double murder, but the first I'd heard of it being haunted. Yeah, I, uh, I had never... I had never heard of the, or I, I had heard of it, but I, I, I don't think it's true. Well, I mean, hotels can be a little spooky sometimes anyway. Like, yeah. you know, because there's so much of life has been experienced from all these different people in that there is a hotel in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, I think the guy that ran it or the woman that ran it maybe owned it. I know mm-hmm. that at least worked there's from Caney. Okay. Um you would know the name of the hotel. Are you talking about the carriage house? Yes. Okay. Uh, we stayed there. I can't remember what we were there for. It was me and my wife and my daughters before my son was born. And I can't remember. Now, that is a great older historic. Yes. I mean, and, and it's it's really nice, too. Oh, yes. Uh, and it's it's apparently got a lot of history haunting yes. wise. And I didn't. I had no idea. We stayed there. um we were in the room. My wife went and got in the shower. She turned off the heater or turned something off before she got in the shower. She got back out and it was back on and something else happened. She freaked out. I had no experience what time I was there, but I could sleep through anything, especially a ghost. That'd be a loud ghost yeah. to wake me up. Um, but, you know, she was freaked out by that hotel and a lot, you know, the Stanley Hotel from uh, yeah, the Kubrick the, book. Yeah, the you Shining. Know, you, hotels just kind of have that feeling to people. And, you know, there were a lot of instances crime-wise at that location on and off over the years, so it, it had a reputation somewhat of that. I think there was some, like, mob members and stuff there and people and people killed. And Ooh. and here's a nerd fact for you. Back when Rick Pitino was the coach of UK basketball in the 90s, and I think the restaurant is still there because I was there and stayed in that motel about five years ago. Uh, they used to broadcast like a like a the Rick Patino show radio show on Wednesdays from Bogarts in Lexington, yeah, and Bogarts is inside Carriage House. So I or or or, or yeah, or it used to be yeah uh, yeah that's inside the Carriage House. So, so. Well, that's the interesting one with a Knott County twist. We may have to go back and look. Well, yeah, at that. yeah, definitely. I, but you know, I mean, it's it's hard to put a 
a definite one to ten on something like the Motel Lady Haunting. But I think it's something that if you listen to this and you're from the county or you've heard something regarding it, definitely reach out and send us an email yeah. because it's always a topic we can come back to. But I found that fascinating because a lot of times when you Google search Knott County, it's hard to find anything or hymen or weird stories. Like, it's hard to find stuff. We're a very remote place. Uh, there's a thing called Knotberry Farm in California. Yeah. That pops up 90% yeah. of the time when you pop in Knott County. Uh Everybody, including Siri and Google Maps, has a hard time even saying the word Hindman. They say yeah. Hindman. Hindman. Uh, so it, it's hard to find stuff. And that popped up and was pretty close to the top. And like I said, it had a lot of responses and comments and stuff on it. And I thought that was a neat story. That's a very neat story. Uh, my son, and I have not looked this up. This has been months ago, and it just dawned on me when you mentioned Knotberry Farms. There is a... Uh, there's either a festival now or used to take place in Michigan, in a certain community in Michigan. It was either called Knott County Days or Hyman Days. And it was people from the 40s and 50s that had left our area to go up to work manufacturing jobs. And they had, like, there were so many of them in this one little town. They had their own festival where they would basically get together for, like, a day and just have a big barbecue and picnic. I'm going to have to research that to find that out. We'll have to mention that. that I would episodes. like to, yeah, we'll, we'll bleed that over into a, a Top Junkie episode. <laughs> but uh, when my son was telling me about that, and I can't, I'll have to go back and ask him again. I can't remember exactly what state or what name they went by, but I think it was Knott County, like Knott County the not county gathering or something like that it, that wouldn't surprise me you know probably my favorite episode i ever did on uh talk junkie was i think it was called uh maybe the great exodus or something i can't remember what i called it but you can only find the episode maybe on youtube there's some of those episodes it's just over the years, like trying to keep stuff straight, some are only on iTunes, some of them are only on uh, YouTube. Um, I believe that one's only on YouTube, and the one I done with my son's only on iTunes. I believe it goes vice versa. But uh, you know, I talked about how many people from this area moved off and went to Indiana. Michigan, Ohio for jobs and stuff worked and either married and stayed there, or married and retired and came back, or a lot of people took their families with them and their daughters married yeah. somewhere as a gentleman lives down the road from i mention all the time on my podcast don arnold i just i thank the world of him but uh he's a northerner he's an ohio guy uh, a local family moved from the area i live in moved to ohio their daughter married don he come back with them ohio wouldn't take him back so we had to keep him and i you know that happened quite a bit so I know there's a lot of those families up there, you know, and I could see that. I could, there's definitely enough left here that it's possible you get a high enough concentration. It's probably around some town that had a lot of manufacturing at that time because that's what they left for is manufacturing jobs. You definitely would have a high rate of people like that. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought it was really cool that my son told me that, you know, there's one community where they, you know, once a year they got together, and I think it was on a Saturday, and they had the cookout and all day and stuff, and that is they would neat. reminisce. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, and not to scare anybody, but at one time in Knott County, back in the uh, early 2000s, we had a guy that came from a different state that was wanted by the FBI that uh, he opened up a map 
and he looked at areas through the map, and then he cross-referenced them through the Internet by population-wise, and he chose to come to Knott County. And he came to uh, the Lower Caney area uh, at a place that had been a mine for a while, and he just set up, you know, set up wow. a little camp. And uh, he got figured out, and uh, the FBI came in and got him. He did get released, and he actually did come back to Homestead. And, you know, there were some incidents after that and so forth. Yeah, that but, uh, I, I kind of see the ideal behind that, but really I would go opposite. I'd go high population because there's nothing happening well, in Knott County. Well, well so everybody was, don't know about he was He was trying to keep a low profile. And when, you know, he was arrested, uh, he was. He said, you know, when I asked him how you felt about this place, he said, I looked on a map and population, then I researched that to see what the population was and the geographical surroundings. I'm like, well, how did you find where you were at? He said, well, I found it, you know, through through the Internet, that it was an abandoned property, and I just, you know, he pulled an old trailer up there or a motor home and set up, and, wow, you know, nobody questioned him. What? So, well, Hyman's got a population of nine hundred. Yeah, or yeah, it's a small, it's yeah, a small area. Yeah, it, 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 it may have less than that now. I'd I'm not. I'm not real sure. The signs old. So, and populations definitely went down. Oh, but uh, thank you very much, Justin. Is there anything you want to add before we wrap this episode up? No, I'm just tickled to be recording with you again. Uh, same here, brother. I've looked forward to this. And don't forget, we'll have a full-length uh, episode. We'll try to do one a month, believe it or not, coming up very soon. And uh, we'll have these segments throughout uh, here to Chew Bubblegum, uh, both the podcast and radio shows, Talk Junkie. Uh, what about Retro Cult? You going to throw any of this on Retro Cult? Well, I don't actually put it in with the Talk Junkie right. either. I play, play it just it on separate. that channel. Yeah, right. I may actually start popping it up on the Retro Cult channel too. Um, if you guys listen to the opening alone and you see how every episode of this, <laughs> that Goose has been perfect every time, and mine keeps goofing up. I'm not real good at this. I've yes, just been you are, real man. lucky. Yes, you are. And uh, I don't really know how to edit them the way I'm recording them now, stick it in the middle. I can do it with Anchor, right. but where I'm using Zoom now, right. you notice there's no more. It's just a straight through with me now oh, <laughs> because hey. the Zoom's so easy, and I'm well, lazy. Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, you can always shoot us an email, believe it or not, at here to chewbubblegum.com. That's believe it or not, spelled K N O T T, at here to chewbubblegum.com. Until next time, have a good day. See you guys. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail for Here to Chew Bubblegum at 606-373-3396. Did you by chance grow up in a Baptist family, Fairy Magic? <laughs> I grew up in a Baptist family. My grandpa. Yeah, the is, Pink Floyd lines up with the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Oh, there's the Mandela effect yeah, for you. Did yeah. the Scarecrow ever have a gun? Because not in my fucking reality. The Scarecrow ever had a gun? No, he yeah, didn't. He's got a gun now. Apparently, he, he like winds up with a gun. Where? Uh, in Wizard of Oz. Is it at the when end of the movie? No, like when they're like traveling down, like not that. That's a huge Mandela effect. Okay, my parents have. Well, they might not have it. <clears throat> oh, they grew up in the Southern Baptist Church. Called it. <laughs> they uh, the see. I never heard of the uh, gun in the Wizard of Oz. Has 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 anybody else? Uh, Scroll down. So when they're walking on the yellow brick road, 
Mm-hmm. They have a gun. They're going in there. Yeah. Oh shit! He's got a little like Here. revolver. Uh, I don't know how to do this. <coughs> oh, you've got a screenshot of it. Yeah. Are you gonna screen share? Yeah, I'm gonna screen share. Yeah. Now I I have saw the Wizard of Oz hanging. Uh, I have saw that in the background. See, I don't remember any any guns in the movie. How do I do this? Oh gosh, that's not what I want to do. Share. Screen, screen share. Share screen. There we go. Hmm. What the hell? He's got a he's got a five shooter on him. Yeah, why? Why does he have that? Right? It's like a it's like a Colt, like a Colt forty five. That is wow. Okay. Where's where's Alec Baldwin when we need him? Oh yeah, like, too soon, too soon. Yeah, didn't uh <laughs> too soon. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I had never heard of that. That is wow. Yeah, there's no guns in that movie from my memory. No, yeah, no, there's like no guns from my memory. VHS tapes my parents have that. I got to see if we can get that and find a VCR player. Find a VCR player? I have a ton of VCRs, too. VCR player, that's funny. I still have mint. I still. I believe it's the Beauty and the Beast and Peter Pan still in the rapper VHS tapes. Like. And you know what they're worth nowadays? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> now I was I was reading. Isn't the uh, and th- this is off topic, but isn't the uh, Gone with the Wind movie and books aren't aren't those worth something now? Where they banned those last year? They Gone with them? the Wind. Yes, yes, they banned those. But because of the whole Native American thing, uh, that and something else, uh, you know, people of different color are referred to in that book and so forth. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Because we had to read that in high school. Yeah, yeah. But the movie and the book are banned. Um, I don't think you can buy the books anymore like that they reprinted. I don't think those are for sale anymore. Um, I, I I just remember reading something briefly about that last year. But, yeah, they banned that. So that that's an interesting comment. Yeah, the, it it lines up Pink Floyd and Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I like changing one. <laughs> I like uh, Fairy Magic Princess. Remember when we thought those beanie babies would be worth so much money? So. I have so many beanie babies. I told my dad to bring them down. I told Bob. I was like you got to bring we, the beanie babies down for sure. Can we talk about those? I do have the princess fucking Furbies. Fuck Furbies. My sister had them. No, Furbies are Furbies batteries, are the devil. Batteries out. Yeah. I stuffed them in a dark dresser drawer yeah, and, and they still, still made fucking Bro, yes. I smashed those things to a million pieces. Yeah, fuck Furbies. No, thank you. <sighs> Not today. Um, moving on to segment three, open discussion. Predictions for the new year. Rebecca, we'll start off with you. What is something that you think we will see a lot of next year? Uh, I mean, what, you got to narrow me down a topic. Whatever. In uh, let, Let's say... Um, Phone technology. Phone technology? Uh-huh. Of all the things you pick, phone technology? 
I, I was unprepared. War. We're already in war. Phone technology? Yes. Okay. Well, I will even... Have, have you read or heard about uh, Elon Musk's new... Elon Musk's... Elon Musk new Tesla phone that could come out next year? Is that with the Starlink? No. Starlink is a satellite internet. Oh. I don't, I see, I don't, the technology thing, it doesn't, okay. I just do the thing. Dirty Dan, I just do the let's thing. start I'm with sorry, you. I have no predictions for technology. Well, all right, Dirty Dan, let's start with you, and then she may be able to see where we're coming, she'll be able to think of something. So, Dirty Dan, you go, whatever. Do I have, do I have to stick with, oh, no, 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 just, no, just whatever you okay. want to. A huge uprising of electric cars that will all turn out total failures by the end of the year because the combustion engine is still superior. But you think there'll be well, all right. Now, if they're going to be total failures, that's because there's not enough charging stations. No, I'm talking technology wise. Okay. Because because people who don't deserve to have this much power are and are paper pushers in top spots are creating mandates that are both designed to kill this backbone and infrastructure of the economy, what supports this country and many like it, AKA the trucking industry. Um, they are forcing um, basically impossible emissions uh, restrictions on vehicles. And they have no fucking idea what they're doing or talking about um, because for diesel trucks alone, um, they took carbon as a bad thing, which compresses into charcoal, filters our water, it makes diamonds. Uh, and now to pass the emissions test, the exhaust pipes have fresh air inlet in them because of the noxious gases coming out that will literally kill you like that faster than carbon monoxide. So they, they foobarred that up and they said it's the greatest thing. Now we have urea factories, terrible. Um, and they're trying to push to everything for zero emissions footprint or no carbon footprint. Um, exactly. Let alone the batteries. But think about Fairy Magic, uh, all the harvesting and mining of everything for those. Not to mention. Um, hmm, what's what? running? What's running the stuff mining the things? Exactly. Combustion <laughs> engines. Um, let's talk about how there are more people that have Teslas with tow hitches for generators to charge their shit <laughs> than there are, um, you know, actual, just plain, no carbon using charging stations out there because it's either coming from coal or nuclear power. And uh, everybody knows how much resources get used to get nuclear power made for the fuel rods. And then, you know, Eastern Kentucky, coal, coal prices are through the roof right now. 2019, they started coming up and it's gone way, way up. You know, they're they're reviving a billion dollar machine right now because of how high coal prices are starting to come up. Yeah. You know, and we've actually got a lot of coal mines back here that are opening up. And, That's what I'm saying. You know, um, I don't think it will be a long term fix, but I but I am happy to see people in my area have a good job that they're able to provide for their family, even if it lasts three to five years. Um some of the comments here, uh, Fairy Magic yeah. Princess, one that they made uh, is there are not a lot of chargers for electric cars, and I and I do believe that. And uh, read read this one right here, Dirty Dan, that she's clicked on. I think the emergency alert systems on our cell phone are going to be totally misused and manipulated with the rollout of 5G in combination with the pandemic. 
Because it means continue panic in the masses is going to be a shutdown. Shit show. <coughs> shit show. Oh, that's shit, shit show. Well, I think it is a shutdown and a shit show. It's also. a shit show shutdown. And, and, I, and I totally think that, that, you know, that's one of the problems with everybody being connected. You know, you can be manipulated and misused that way. Uh, if it was used strictly for what it's supposed to be, I think it would be great. But that's a very good point. Um, so tell me why I was looking at flights yesterday and they were rated by emissions. Keep in mind that it was Google flights. One flight was plus 25 emissions. Another was minus 25 emissions, etc. Shows me that going to what they're doing shows is me trying that to going scare to matter people soon. into just staying put, limiting their range because they're they're mandating like all because the performance want, V8s are going away because they want us to just stay in these fucking that's, little that's what I'm ta- cities I'm, I'm and about. and not they don't want us to interact they don't want us to reach out they don't want us to explore they want us to be shacked up with a limited range and limited resources to improve that range and all stay in our little our areas just stay put that way we're easier to control there's two types of prisons one you can see the bars on and one you can't. And so you think you're free. Prison Mike said so. <laughs> no, it was, it was another song actually by him. Um, I was just bringing you up. One thing right. that I predict for next year, I think you'll see a lot more in the uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, I think you'll see some of those, some more of those coming along. And uh, you'll see more of the cryptocurrency used more than what it is now. That's that's one of the things that I think will happen next year. I I think that you see what's going to be perceived as the darkness, the the evil, the elites taking over and that getting really heavy, but it's only because they're getting incredibly fucking desperate because we've already won. I feel like the awakening process that has already been kickstarted and has already been fucking experienced by the masses is just going to continually grow and get bigger and more powerful because we've already won. This wouldn't be happening if we didn't already get to that point because time isn't linear and it's going to feel like the negative shit because negativity is louder than positivity, right? It's going to feel like the negative shit is. So DJ and I have actually, no, I'm, I'm saying DJ and I have been having a conversation about that because he said the word propaganda to me. And I said, propaganda is a neutral word. It, it, it means both right and wrong. It has that dual connotation. And what? Go ahead. What I'm are you shaking your head for? I'm listening. Oh. So it, it just, it, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it funny that that you brought that up because, you know, he was talking about educa- uh, educational pieces. And I said, can't we call any and every piece of educational material propaganda because it's it's taken on a complete negative connotation but it's defined as good or bad and you know it was as he said it was changed after the nazi regime and it was considered negative though the word itself is completely neutral dictionary.com has no doubt no i spelled it wrong help or harm a person, group, movement, institution, nation, etc. It's a neutral word. But because... Yeah, but it's really not, though, because then it says the deliberation spreading of such information and rumors. The particular doctrines or principles propagated by an organization or movement. 
I understand what you're saying. It's advertisement, but propaganda is. Propaganda is by definition a neutral word. You are taking the word rumors mm. and having that negative connotation hold higher than information. You are then grouping information into being bad. That's what I'm saying. It's all mm. about the use of the terms, what it's been, what it's been fascinated into our minds and our, and, and our views to, to, to see it as. They are trying to manipulate our beliefs by putting connotations on the English language. And uh, I like the comment that Sarah made. I feel like we're going to go to extreme measures to make us feel like uh, we haven't yet, though. We're going to see some real dark shit coming. And I totally agree with that, you know. And be prepared, everybody. Make sure that first yourself and your family, your friends, your loved ones are all took care of. You have a plan, whether it's uh, an escape plan, whether it's food, whether it's extra, you know, just whatever. Have a plan in place that suits the area that you're from, that you can make sure that you and your loved ones are safe for maybe seven days tops on your own. Uh, you know, and that's really kind of scary to say that, you know. And I know some people's going to listen to the show and they'll be like, he's crazy, you know, but well, no. You're a bunch of preppers. No. You're a bunch of end-of-world people. Yeah. No, we're There's not. a no. difference between being a prepper and being prepared. Yes. Like, we're not saying go make, go spend $100,000 in no. an underground bunker with food no. rations and electricity and clean water for 40 days. We're saying the pattern, as history repeats itself, the pattern is going downhill and it's about to get real dark for, for a hot minute. And then we have to build back up. But, All we're saying is be prepared exactly. to take the steps. But though in doing this, you're learning more about being self-sufficient. You're learning more about how to pull away from society and not rely on the fucking government, which is what needs to happen because we need to pull away from that corporate fuckery and keep giving this false power that we think that they have back to the government. It's bullshit. Exactly. And we're all crazy here. That's right, Sarah. Well, Dirty Dan, do you want to uh, give some shout-outs? But before you do, sir, I want to – Rebecca, did you have a prediction for 2022 before I move on? I said mine. Okay. I said mine. That I feel the negative shit that we've ever already won. Got you. Got you. That was my thing. Uh, We will have some upcoming episodes very soon of Honestly Get Real with Goose and Rebecca. Oh, oh, I wanted to change that to Honestly Get Real with Goose and Bertha. Are you serious? Again with the change? So I have to go back and edit again. Maybe. Maybe we'll change that. No, well, yeah, no. but just like, just like stamp Bertha. Yeah, it. yeah, I will. I'm, I, I'm just joking with you. And uh, we will have some new episodes of that coming up soon. Also, be sure to look for uh, cooking with Dirty Dan on TikTok. Uh, well, he just sets it and forgets it. So for that, I figured you can, I can do the voiceovers. Just not worry about the sound in the back, but actually do the voiceovers and explain and still have all. Yeah, that's voice. what I was telling you. you I like, didn't understand. Oh, okay. Well, now you understand. It's I okay understand. now. Okay, yes. understand. So uh, as I learned how to do that, I have a video already done with a teaser for a second um, to do the second. Hopefully this weekend, finish that out. Um, be patient. I am learning technology. I kind of like that in show name, actually. <laughs> I like that one really good. Bitching with Bertha. I like that. I do, too. I like that. With our favorite host, Goose. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like bitching with Bertha. But um, you and I, I, I like will sidebar about that because I have a couple other ideas. I like bitching with Bertha. 
So uh, this week will be the official last week for Carbon Capture Shield as I'm waiting for the response back for our next upcoming one to promote. Uh, that was actually brought to our attention by a flocker, Cindy. Um, so Cindy, make sure you tune in next week to hear that. Um, with the holidays, it was kind of busy to sit down and actually discuss timely back and forth what was going on there. But for this week, we have Carbon Capture Shield. Uh, and Carbon Capture Shield is a program that intends to transform 1 billion acres of earth into regenerative land that restores the health of our natural environment, starting in everyone, your own backyards. By restoring the biological life in the soil, we jumpstart the natural processes which sequester greenhouse gases, break down pollutants, all while feeding and protecting your lawn from below. You can go down and check out lawn.carboncaptureshield.com. Get on the VIP list for just a dollar. It gives you a great discount on the product. Um, it is cheaper, healthier, more abundant than all of those harsh chemicals that and fertilizers you get at your local hardware store or grocery store. Stop buying that shit off the shelf. The same people that own that own heart medication and cancer medication companies because the one causes the other. Get away from that stuff. Help bring the earth back. Help protect your land. Help make it better and give yourself and your family's better life by visiting lawn.carboncaptureshield.com. Also, don't forget to check out Till Valhalla Project. You can check their website out, tillvalhallaproject.com. Uh, the TVP team, they have great messages, not just for vets, but for everybody. And then check out Adventures with Purpose on YouTube or adventureswithpurpose.com. Very good. And I also want to say special thanks to Carlin for all the voiceover work. Be sure to check out and support our friends that have their own shows. I'm talking about CK and Uncle B all over at deadpit.com. Talk Junkie with Justin Perkins, Jordan and Brad of Down on the Holler, Seth Ambergie with Seth's Daily Podcast, Elliot Gertie and Beagle of SpookyFamilyPodcast.com, and the Mountain Mysteries Podcast with Chris Sloan. Also, if you're a fan of Cronkite, he's now known as the Paranormal Trucker. You can hear him, Snowman and Large Marge, over at Paranormal Trucker on YouTube. And new this week, be sure to check out my friend John Marshall's new uh, show, Beyond the Paranormal. Uh, it's on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Be sure to look for that. And if you want to awaken more, be sure to check out Rebecca Short. And Rebecca, I will let you give the links. Just fine. It's somewhere. Just uh, uh, there's so short. many. I just got my other account back. Like I, I saw just, that. I saw is that. Is this real? Yeah. My buy me a coffee is going to be the easiest one, and it's it's short shit show on buy me a coffee, okay. and I'm actually utilizing that as my website, and everything that you need is is in there, plus some like exclusive stuff. So. Sounds good. Sounds good. That'll uh, just be easier. Just go to the buy me a coffee. There <laughs> you go. And be sure to uh, join us back here next week. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week. And until then, so long for now. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm just going home. Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.